0: What's up, guys? This is the Quad with Chris Young. As always, I'm Chris Young. To my right, we got Haley the Bear. Hello. To my left, producer Josh. Hello, everyone. On Zoom, Mr. Ryan from Miami.
1: Going full Florida man today from the pool here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it's, it's 30 degrees
0: yeah. here, so we hate you a little bit. <laughs> yep, just a little. Yep. Just
1: a little. And all the way
0: down on the far left, our guest today, Mr. Dusty Slay. What's up, brother? All right. We're having a good time.
2: <laughs> pumped to be here.
0: Uh, surprise guest for you guys. I know uh, we, we talked about we were going to have some once we got all of our video dialed in. But, man, thank you so much for, for jumping on being yeah, with us. Yeah,
2: I'm pumped to be here. This is awesome. Hey, I, you,
0: I, you have your own podcast, by the way.
2: Yeah, I have the We're Having a Good Time podcast. And I just started, uh, you know, doing it again. I get slack And, uh, but it's, it's back up and running now. Awesome. I I was told that you were nominated, uh, the most nominated at the ACMs this year, seven nominations. So congrats on that.
0: Thank you, dude. That's awesome. Um, very, very excited about that. Obviously I just, uh, was doing an interview with the, the Tampa station, Ryan, right before I, I came in here. And uh, talking with them about all the nominations and uh, a show I've got coming up down in Florida because that's obviously where you want to go play right now if it's 30 degrees where you live.
1: It's a a balmy 62 right now by the pool here in uh, sunny South Florida, so.
2: Must That's, be nice.
3: That sounds fantastic. I
2: was just in <laughs> Minneapolis. It was negative six.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. So you're
2: the opposite yeah, end so of that. So I'm sweating. Quite Three, the difference. Yeah,
0: Do you have a show out there?
2: Yeah, I did. I was in St. Paul, actually, but uh, yeah, it's the same, I think. They're right there. <laughs> <laughs> they call them the Twin Cities, so I assume they're the same, right?
0: Yeah. It's anywhere that they have to build, like, tubes between buildings because <laughs> it gets so cold yeah. in the winter for you to walk back and forth. Yeah. It's probably cold.
2: Wait,
3: that's actually a thing?
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, the first time I saw one was in Des Moines. They called it a skywalk, and I thought it was like an attraction. (laughs) Uh, No, it's just to keep people from freezing. I walked through it for like an hour. I was like, there's only business people in here,
3: (laughs) (laughs) no tourists.
0: You're like, yeah, this is, uh, if you want to look like uh, what you think it looks like when you grow up from high school, this is it. This is everyone in business suits walking yeah. back and forth. This is this is the attraction. <laughs> um, and at the end of the maze, there's a piece of cheese. No. Uh, <laughs> so I, I do want to say one big, big, big fan. Um, oh, we, thank you. When we were talking with Josh about having you on, um, which, shout out, thank you, thank you, sir.
4: I think right. your, your yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but
0: it, it's uh it's one of those things i i love your brand of humor and correct me if i'm wrong but you're like always totally clean with your humor
2: yeah i keep it pretty clean i mean i got a couple of things i talk about weed here and there and but i got a little adult content but it's all clean yeah i mean i'm not uh, i don't know dirty comedy doesn't look too good on me i don't know what it is I've, I've had some jokes in the past. I bombed one time in front of my dad and his wife and people from their church, and I was a little dirty. And I just thought, you know, if I had bombed and been clean, this would be less embarrassing.
0: <laughs> that's, there's always the one show. And I, I love hearing that someone else say that, That's that's an entertainer and a performer. There's always one show that you remember you're like, that did not go the way I saw that going in my mind. <laughs>
2: No, it's so bad. And then you can look out and see your family in the audience and go, they're not having a good time.
3: (laughs) (laughs) They're they're supposed to be there no matter what. (laughs) They got a fake left just for you. Yeah.
2: Well, it was Columbus, Georgia at the loft. I'll never forget. And there was a bar next to it, but the door wouldn't really close all the way. And you could see that everybody in the bar was having much more fun than the people in the comedy (laughs) club. That was years ago that doesn't happen now
0: that's good that's yeah. good and I mean obviously like all the stuff that you've got going on not just the the touring and the shows but
2: uh, I believe it's the fifth episode of uh, of season three yeah I think on so Netflix I'm second to last but it's a it's, hot number five <laughs> hot number five you can order that at McDonald's no uh it's the the stand-ups yes yeah, stand-ups on Netflix season three. Yeah, episode five, like second to last, feels like the like the worst spot. Like if you're credited in a movie, you want to be like first or last, and second to last is like, all right, well we gotta put him in there, you know. <laughs> but it's a hot spot. I feel good. I like the I like the set. So I got some you know 15 minutes of Trailer Park jokes, and uh, and it's great. Is that where the you joke... See, that's go ahead Ryan sorry
1: no that's what I wanted to, wanted to hit on because I like your past has become such a pathway for you in comedy like you you tap into that trailer park past I love that like was that just organically you decided let me poke fun at myself and then it becomes like part of the joke or how did that how did that all come to come to be
2: I don't know it's hard to say I just was trying to when I started comedy I was like making up all this stuff and it felt fake and not funny and then I just Told a couple of stories one time and then it really worked. And so I really wanted to like so I tried a long time to write trailer park jokes, but people would go in the audience they would go, Aw, and stuff like that. Like they were sad about it. <laughs> so I really had I really had to figure out how to do trailer park jokes without people being sad and without them thinking I'm making fun of people that live in trailer parks. You know? I'm like, hey, I'm just telling you what I've been through. You can be sad if you want to, but don't be. Do you know what I mean?
0: I there's a one in particular was the the camping joke where you were I, I don't know how old this was but it was one of the the things that I I looked up and I was just laughing because you're turning was like hey everybody would like to go camping. You're like I d- I didn't need to go camping because <laughs> it was the difference between us us living in a in a trailer and then living in a tent because it, it really wasn't that far yeah' apart. We're,
2: yeah I mean we already kind of live in a camper you yeah know? we don't really need to take it down to a tent. <laughs> like we know what it's like to be poor. We're not trying to find out what it means to be homeless oh. you know? we're not trying to practice homelessness
3: <laughs> That's great.
0: It's amazing. Um, so obviously on this podcast we do sports movies, music, and a hot take, which everybody goes, what's what do you do for a hot take? It's like it's every it's a catch all. It's anything that we can argue over in in the friendliest manner possible. But most of the time, when it comes to like movies, music, sports, like first of all, or like are you a big sports fan? Because you're from Alabama,
2: I like football, uh, you know, and I like when the Braves are in the World Series. But uh, I don't, I can't get into baseball all year. Basketball's too many games Baseball's too many games i like football you know i can settle down watch a watch a game yell about it say that it's rigged say i'll never watch it again <laughs> and then watch it the next day
4: <laughs> sounds like josh this year watching <laughs> kansas city yeah that was <laughs> yeah, that was me all season
2: yeah, yeah it's still me that's what i do all the time i'm like i'm not watching this anymore this is rigged it sucks and then i can't wait to watch it next week so who's What's your, your a
4: college
1: guy? I you like college, college I mean guy?
2: I like Alabama. I'm I'm a big fan of Alabama. I normally I like to pull for the underdog, but with Alabama I like seeing them crush people's dreams year after year.
3: <laughs> well your dream got crushed this year. It did. It, it did. It did.
2: <laughs> it did. Just rub that in,
0: why don't you? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, Thanks for being on the show. <laughs> now, uh,
2: well, who's your NFL team then? I don't really have an NFL team. I mean, I like the Titans, you know. I mean, I live here and uh, Derrick Henry's there. Uh, and that's great, but you know, I, I I love to get into the drama of a game. I'm a li- maybe I'm you know I'm I'm you know it's like so the game I said I'm like I'd like the Bengals to win, but I also would like Matthew Stafford to win. It's like when you're stuck at the Lions for twelve years, <laughs> it's like. I mean, and I always wanted to pull for the Lions. I got a brother in law from Michigan. I tried to be a Lions fan for a while, but that's just never going to do anything. I don't know <laughs> what happens. People, their careers die there, you know? <laughs> Calvin Johnson was like, I'll just quit football. <laughs> Barry Sanders was like, I'll just quit football.
1: Hall of Famers, though. I mean, you know, they, they were Hall of Famers in the
2: Right. So but that's imagine good. had they been on another team. What would that have been like?
3: They would have won a ring or something. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yikes. But, you know, I like to get into the drama of it all. You know, I like a good story.
0: Um, speaking of stories, I, we always ask anybody that's a guest, like you don't have to say you can either say your your number one favorite or you can give us like a top five like favorite movies that that you've ever seen. And it gives us a little bit of insight in people, because if you ask Josh, you ask me, Haley or Ryan, it's all going to be different.
2: Uh, any kind of movie or any genre that you want me to go into.
0: You know what? If you want to see your favorite genre, you can talk about that.
2: Well, I mean, like, um, you know, comedies. I really think Ace Ventura is my favorite. I mean, there's a lot of them in there, but I just watched it again the other day, and I'm like, it's so good. Year after year, it just holds up. It's still good. Laces out, baby. Laces out. It's so good. Uh, I love it. Did you
0: like the second one?
2: I, I did like the second one, but this is what I didn't like. You know, in in the first one, Ace Ventura, he never loses. Even when people pick on him, he always he beats up the other cops. He always wins. And in the second one, when he's like in the jungle fighting that guy, he loses to that guy. I didn't like that. Okay. He's he supposed to win. He should always win.
0: It should be that kind of suspension of disbelief thing.
2: Yes. Yeah.
0: Um, and obviously music, you talk about this, but I had to ask just because being a country artist, are you actually a country fan?
2: I love country music. I think it's the best. I mean, I grew up listening to country and, uh, you know, I have, you know, I have a joke, but I I do think it's true. It's like, uh, you know, a good country song can have you reminiscing about times you never had, you know, like I never Ah. went to the lake growing up. I wasn't like a lake family, but I hear a country song about the lake. I'm like, yeah, I remember that. You just wrote a song right there, sir I think you just wrote a song I mean, country is the best, though It's I love stories And, um, you know uh, You know, Charlie Daniels had some of the best Storytelling country songs And, I don't know, it's just great um, Call up Trudy on the telephone Oh man, what a great song I know that's not the title, but it's just Trudy Oh no, just, it's
0: just Charlie, Charlie Daniels was awesome Famous
2: yeah. Friends is a great song Yeah I didn't even pay him to say that I didn't even pay him I didn't even Check trail. is in the mail. Check <laughs> yeah. is in the mail.
1: Dusty, I, d- I did have a question for you because we had Gavin, a uh, good friend Gavin DeGraw on recently, and he kind of gave some life advice, and I wanted to ask you because you actually quit comedy back in the day, and you had given it up, and then got back into it, and obviously breakthroughs happen. But can you take me through that process of actually deciding to leave it, why you did, and then how you got back into it, and, and really the trials and tribulations, and why you know always trying to to, to just rise back up? Can you take me through that story, personally?
2: Well, when I you know, I had barely got into it when I quit before. And I wasn't, I ha- had my first set that I ever did went really well. And then after that, it wasn't going well. And I was drinking a lot. And I would just, I don't know, just felt like this weird emotional roller coaster where I'd go up and bomb and then feel bad about myself. And I was like, I just don't need this in my life, you know? And then I don't know, I tried comedy again and I did it sober. And it went so good that I just felt this feeling in me that I was like, "This feels good." And then I wanted to just keep doing it again. I mean, uh, and then I quit drinking uh, eventually in 2012, and uh, my comedy got way better. And I mean, I don't know, I don't know if you're asking for life advice, but I would just, for me, it's like, um, I just say like, don't like set these lofty goals for yourself that you have to hit. I just think that life unfolds, you know, if you're working hard, if you're putting in the effort, if you're doing the things you need to do, it all unfolds. You can have an idea of what you'd like to do. But for me, I had no idea that I would be where I'm at right now. So and, and uh, so I'm just like I was just doing comedy and I just decided that I was going to do comedy because I enjoyed doing comedy. I was like, I'll find a way to make a living but I don't have to be famous. I don't have to be rich. I like doing this. This is better than selling pesticides and waiting tables, which is what I was doing. And I'm like, I'll just do this.
3: I hope not at the same time.
2: I did do it at the same time. (laughs) Sometimes the same day, I would go, I would dust off the pesticides and go wait tables, you know? But uh, it's like, I don't know. I just feel like everybody, they'll set these goals and they're like, I got to do this and I got to do that. And then it seems like they don't even enjoy their life anymore. And I'm like, why would you want to hit that goal? You know, it's like, so I don't stress myself out about it. I'm like, it's what, what's going to be is going to be, and I'm just going to do my thing. And that's not an excuse to be lazy. I don't mean you go, Hey, it'll happen. And then you turn on, uh, you know, uh, some TV show and binge watch and eat chips all day.
0: I feel like he really would to say, then you just turn on Netflix, Netflix but he's on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> it is true, it is true, it is true.
4: <laughs> you get a question for him? Yeah, who were your comedy influences growing up? Who did you listen to? Like what what got you, what made you laugh?
2: Well, growing up, I mean, you know, all my family's country and it's like, you know, it's like I had to, you know, I listened to Jerry Clower and Jeff Foxworthy and Bill Engvill and all those guys. Uh, and I like them. I mean, Jeff Foxworthy came out when I was in middle school, and it's like no one had ever really spoke to me like that. I mean, I'm living in a trailer park, and I'm like, oh, this guy gets it. This guy gets what I'm, what I'm living. But, you know, as I got older, I like Mitch Hedberg, uh, Ron Mitch. White, a little, little dirtier of the country. Uh, Mitch Hedberg was so great. I remember the first time I listened to an album, I laughed and laughed, and then I took it to a neighbor's house, and we sat there and listened again and laughed and laughed. It's so good. I would never heard comedy like that. There's another comic named Neil Hamburger, and he is in some ways like the worst comic, but in other ways like a genius. And it nobody makes me laugh like Neil Hamburger.
0: I mean, a lot of people would have said that about Mitch Hedberg.
2: Yes, that's true too
0: because like uh, for people that don't know like crippling, crippling stage fright and so when he performed he would just look down the whole time and all of his jokes would be like really left footed so there was like one of his jokes where he was like I lived in a small New York apartment and basically the premise was it was so small the people next door could hear and he was like uh, they would knock on the wall and I'd be like "Uh, you're going to have to go around I cannot open the wall for you and like that's his <laughs> delivery. That's his, yeah, delivery. The that's, yeah. his the that's the whole joke. <laughs> but that was like his cadence, it was was so awkward and so different. Like I'm I'm a really big Mitch
2: Hedberg oh, fan yeah. for sure. It's easier for me to listen to Mitch Hedberg than to than watch. watch him. Yeah. <laughs> but Neil Hamburger, he's like almost he, the setup is the punchline. Like usually when you get to the punchline, it's no good. But it's the setup that's really good. And then he'll just throw a good one in there. I don't know. There's one where he opens for um, I don't know Jack Black's band, whatever, whatever the, Tenacious D. Tenacious yeah, called Hot uh, September Night, and it feels like he's bombing the whole time, but it's amazing. Hmm. They, yeah. they, the audience starts chanting "You suck," and then he goes, "Yeah, I <laughs> suck the money right out of your wallet." <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There it is. Jokes on them. There you go. Um, you have
3: I, I haven't heard your podcast. Is it a, like just a true comedy podcast, or are you specifically? discussing things
2: oh i'm just talking about stuff it started off to be a podcast about nothing where i just kind of talk about comedy and then 2020 hit and i felt like the world was ending and i felt like people needed hope and i was like i'm trying to give people hope out here
3: well good okay cool i'm gonna have to listen
2: and then i talk about comedy too and (laughs) you know doing drugs and stuff like that in the past oh okay in the past he's like he's like disclaimer in the past
0: in the past um dude thank you so very much like I, we don't want to take up too much of your time is there anything else coming up that you want to tell everybody about
2: well um um no I don't know I mean I'll be I don't know when this comes out but I'll be at the Opry this weekend I, I get to do the Opry a lot which is fun for me as a country fan and um are
0: you playing Saturday
2: Saturday yeah
0: I'm playing Tuesday so that's oh, I, yeah. I wish i'd have known because then i would have tried to schedule saturday so oh, we both yeah, could have been on. Been awesome yeah but
2: but yeah no i got netflix uh season three the standups, uh episode five and uh watch them all but watch mine a couple of times <laughs> and uh, but yeah if you're a friend of the
0: podcast you heard it here make sure you go watch that episode of the stand-ups if you do nothing else this week
2: yeah and uh you know i got a lot of stuff on youtube all my social media is at dusty slay and uh you know i I appreciate you guys having me here this has been great
0: absolutely brother thank you so much for joining us all
2: right thank you
0: all right guys uh dusty slay he was awesome that's amazing yeah loved having him all right we got a lot to get into let's go ahead and start with music music as he referenced, I have to say a huge thank you. Thank you guys. Let's Thank go everyone watching this. Um, most nominated artist at the ACM Awards this year. Absolutely insane
3: and much deserved.
0: It's easy for y'all to say. We all work together. <laughs> yeah. Um, just blown away. Completely surprised. Did not expect that at all. And uh, there's no like advance warning for this nobody like calls me and goes hey might want to be ready for tomorrow so i had an interview scheduled and i was on an interview talking about randy travis they did um kind of a a doc uh on him and i was talking with bill cody on sm in the morning and then i had uh some studio work on some of the new music that i'm working on and if you have followed my instagram you might see a clue. You might see a clue to some of the things that are going on. And if you don't, go on over to Chris Young Music and uh, check that out. Um, but there's there's just a lot of things up in the air right now. So I was like, all right, I got to be at the studio at 11. I got this at 9.30. I think I can get to breakfast. And uh, I'd already planned on going to breakfast. Before I got there, my phone started blowing up because they announced <laughs> all the nominations. And uh, for anybody that's wondering, like, the the Times 2 stuff, so the ACM specifically... Nominate you if you're a producer as well as the artist, you get two nominations for certain awards. So, uh, single of the year, um, event, and then album, album, album of the year, uh, along with music video of the year. So, just blown away and uh, so so grateful. But it's it's been awesome. I still don't know quite how to feel about it yeah
3: i think you won't know until you're actually sitting there and realizing that these awards are happening
0: well well i mean by by then like the easiest way for me to say this i was again i was doing an interview before we jumped on and started filming this this morning and i'll say this it is a huge honor i've never been the most nominated at anything ever in the history of my career so it is definitely something that like that nobody can take that away that is in the record books it is incredible um i'm nominated in a lot of these categories against friends and people i've worked with and toured with or have toured with me and uh i i still would never say that i hope i don't win all of them (laughs) (laughs) because if i'm just being honest you know if you're nominated for something you you want to have a shot you You want to sweep But uh it, it really and truly is just a, a huge honor to be the most nominated artist. So I'm just kind of blown when, away.
1: When you're to this point too in your career, Chris, like how fulfilling is that to have this kind of recognition when you when you put so much out there, you've got a number of albums underneath, you've got a number of number one songs, obviously. But to have this at this point, after all we've been through in twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one and now to have lucky number seven nominations, like that. <laughs> just to say that is I am so wearing crazy. the
0: lucky number seven hat. So you know, I Very mean, look. Here's here's my deal. It's on the seventh. There's seven nominations. It's the fifty seventh ACM awards. Seven, seven, seven in Vegas is good luck. So uh, just, I got my fingers crossed. Who knows? Everybody's asking me all kinds of questions. Day of. Because then I got all these interviews and everybody's like, ooh, I mean, what if you win this? I'm like, look, that's great. Right now, I'm going to live in the moment of celebrating all those nominations. And like you said, right, especially after the last couple years, all the craziness that everybody's been
4: through. No touring, no.
0: Yeah, yeah. and even when there was touring, not normal touring, not being able to see everybody on the road, not being able to. Meet and greets. Yeah. any,
4: Any of the stuff that feels like a normal career
0: right it's the stuff that gives you uh, you know some of that validation of the work that you're doing in the studio and i i love that i've been able to have the time to spend on that record obviously you get nominated for album of the year it looks like that you've done the right work but um yeah all i can say is just completely blown away and thank you guys so pretty awesome
3: well i'm very happy for you and like i said it is well deserved you you
1: deserve this
0: I don't know if anybody deserves that, but I'm gonna take it.
3: (laughs) You do.
1: I, uh, you know, you may have considered the the seven nominations an underdog here, so it it made me think in terms of a new list that I wanted to put together.
4: Oh no! It's the
1: seven most underrated CY songs of all time. (laughs) Oh, lucky number
4: seven. Based on who? Based (laughs) on you? This is is Ryan's. This
1: is according to our friends at My List. At Ryan. That's according to our friends at Ryan's list. The seven most underrated CY songs of all time. At number 10. Whoa. whoa, Seven. Seven.
0: Seven. (laughs) Autopilot took over on that one. He's (laughs) used to doing top tens, guys. He's used to doing top tens. Cut us some slack.
1: We're giving you you three bonus ones here on the seven (laughs) most underrated CY songs of all time because I put 10 on this list without even realizing it. At number 10. Just go from number seven. Yeah, go from number seven. Just go from number seven. (laughs) Well, I'm leaving out some really good ones on this. At number seven. Small Town, Big Time. Love that song. One oh, of my favorites. Time. Always gets me going when it comes on in the car, especially the initial beat when it drops in the song. It's always good. At number six, When She's On. Oh, I love that one.
3: It's not underrated because everyone knows how amazing
1: it is. I love that, that song. Good. Awesome. It's, good. it's all good. These are my lists according to me.com. At number five, Old Love Feels New. I love the story of that song. I love the story of that song. And this actually was the first dance song for one of my friends at their wedding. So really, nice. really cool. Absolutely love that song. And number four, Little Text Me Texas. It's, it's one of the requested songs. Whenever you go on tour, you hear people in the crowd screaming it. They love when you play it, especially in Texas. So text me Texas. We have gotten into the top three most underrated CY songs of all time. I didn't
0: to him. tell him to do this, by the way. Anybody watching, this was not pre-planned. This is all on
1: Rye. <laughs> At number three, Heartbeat. I really, really like the tune of that song. I like the way it's written. Love it. At number two.
0: By the way, that was going to be a single on that record, and then Carrie Underwood released a song called Heartbeat, which is a completely different (laughs) song. Like, very, very different. But it was like, well, we're on the same label. Not doing that now. I guess we'll go do something else.
1: We can repurpose it. At number two. Just because it's been trending nationwide and worldwide on TikTok tonight, we're dancing.
4: Hey,
1: had to give Josh some love. Big on that fan, one.
4: thank you. Okay,
1: and the most underrated CY song of all time on my top seven list, according to me, is "One of Them Nights." It's new. It just came out on the new album. <sighs> That's tough. But every to time that underrated. song it's drops, new. <laughs> yeah. I love that song. It is power country. Every time it comes on in the car, it just makes me want to pop open a beer and just party. I love it. So let's go. There's my top seven.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you, buddy. And seriously, I'm I'm just still... Like, obviously, I'm excited. I, I do feel really, really good about it. But it's, it's one of those things I'm just like, oh, what the hell do you say
4: after something like that happens other than just i'm appreciative and i'm honored and it's awesome i was so stoked for you and all the nominations that i it didn't even dawn on me that i was a part of one of the yeah of the album you were like album of the year means you too and i was like oh yeah oh crap you're (laughs) you're a part of the yeah i I just didn't even dawn on me i was like dude seven that's incredible i had to say that to mitchell too because
0: mitchell was like now i have to tell people i'm not nominated i was like well did no, no,
4: but you're at part the same of time,
0: you helped me make this record what it is. It's the current single, dude. So uh very, very, very pumped. I don't know how many times I could say that, but I am. So let's do a quick, uh, what are you listening to before we move on? We got a couple other things to get to that are going to take a minute. This may be a little bit longer than the normal podcast. I don't know. Like a sports thing? Like, do you want to talk about sports uh, at yeah, all? Probably should get to that eventually. Maybe, mm, maybe. Weird. Maybe. weird. Alright, what do you guys got? Bear?
3: Uh, I'm going with SZA again. S-C-A in case... I know mean how to spell it. <laughs> <laughs> by Not the way, you. say that again. SZA.
0: No, no, spell it. S-Z-A. It sounded like you said S-C-A for a second. SKA. Which is even more like confusing. Like scissors? People like scissors? Look SKA and then they just get SKA music. They just get Mighty Mighty boss. They're like, it's did un-repeed. you mean S-K-A? Yeah. <laughs> Go no, ahead. And
3: that was for everyone else whenever I say that, by the way. But... Uh, I hate you. It's a a great song. (laughs) I looked up right when she
0: said that. I'm like, oh, God, what'd I do?
3: No, I don't hate you. The song is I hate you. It's really good.
0: All right, there you go. Uh, From Haley to you. She hates you. She hates you, everyone. Um, Rye, what do you got?
1: Well, I feel like this is appropriate since there's a plane going by right now. So I'm not sure if you can hear that in the sounds, because whether it's a plane or an ambulance usually tends to go by whenever I'm on a podcast. Right when from, we well, need
0: you. Yeah.
1: Yep. Right when you need me. This is pretty appropriate because I was jamming out to it. Are you guys reggae fans? Do we love reggae on this podcast? I do like reggae. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just, You're not yeah, a reggae fan. Like, absolutely. absolutely not. Not. Wow. Okay. Feeling all right by revolution is my song this week to add to the list. That's a
4: that's
1: a good, good, good kickback, chill and relaxed song. I love it.
0: Uh, I'm going to go with a, a recommendation from my buddy, Ward Gunther, uh, of Whiskey Jam, great fame. Um, the artist is Dan Alley. The song is fall a little deeper. Uh, he told me to go check this guy out. So I've been listening to that
4: quite a bit. So make sure you guys go check him out. All right. And with the throwback, a little diamond Rio. Unbelievable. Ooh. Yeah. Not even like, I mean, it was, it was a well-known song but i mean here's my thing you know we did the thing a while back with one syllable
0: songs where you know the some body yeah you know you know what's coming out but um for me if you're gonna give it two syllables that one would be in there she's so yep i don't remember and then you yeah yeah Yeah. that song is so good i love diamond rio Let's go. All right. Great picks, guys. Let's go to sports. Sports. Um, the Super Bowl. Man, what great playoff games and then a great Super Bowl to end this year. I, most all of them decided by three points, and the Super Bowl was no different. If you were watching this game from start to finish, you know, it comes out. Everybody's trading blows. They're kind of figuring each other out in the second half. There's that moment where you think Matt Stafford's hurt and he's not going to come back in. There's the moment where you think Joe Burrow's hurt and he's not going to come back in. They both tough it out. They're trading punches. Uh, As I predicted, Aaron Donald made a complete mess of things um, to throw them off their rhythm at the end of that game and give Matthew Stafford the chance to run down the field and score to Cooper Cup. Your MVP. MVP. Of the Super Bowl is a wide receiver. The man got the Triple Crown. He got the MVP. The Rams win. OBJ with all that craziness. He's just lighting them up at the beginning. Gets hurt, goes down, same knee uh, on a non contact injury that he actually tore against the Bengals um, when he had that injury before. It just, this game, it was a sports movie, was electric. It was. I loved it. I think it's, it, I don't know that I would put it top of all time. Cause again, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like whoever had won, I would have been excited for, for different reasons, but to see the end of that game with Cooper cup and Matthew Stafford, and OBJ and Aaron Donald, all getting rings and just the tears and the families up there with them. Knowing everything that Matthew Stafford has been through, he even had all of Detroit, I think, still rooting for him after he had been in Detroit that long.
1: This doesn't mean Detroit gets a title, by the way. I just want to make that clear. Like, Lions fans, sorry. You to
4: no, watch. no. But it, it. don't you claim UCF getting the title, though, that didn't play in a game?
1: That okay. actually happened.
4: Hey, we're not distracting
0: this from the fact that the Rams won a Super Bowl. Absolutely fantastic moment
4: for so many different people involved. And yeah, kind of sports movie esque. It right? really was, even with all the penalties at the very end. And I mean, it just it it felt it felt like the stake. It felt like it was gonna. Actually, felt like it was gonna go to overtime. I thought they were gonna score. I thought the Bengals were gonna go down the field, and Evan was gonna kick a fifty nine yard field and goal it was gonna go to go into, into overtime. And I was like, this is how this is supposed to and, go. And you know what? You know what happened to stop that? Aaron. Donald. Aaron Donald.
0: That man. Is a problem.
1: How, how crazy is this, by the way? Because Donald was exceptional and made the two biggest plays of the game on those final two series there at the end. One, to stop the first down from happening there by Joe Mixon, and two, to get Joe Burrow and spin him around so he threw the ball in the dirt. But this is crazy. Like, you talk about storylines, the, the game. The Rams had 313 yards of offense. That was actually the fewest since the Broncos were champion since 2015. But both teams had 13 drives and finished with nearly the exact same number of plays and yards. Like, you, I mean, you talk about parallels of how even this game was. It was that even. It was pretty incredible just how how these two teams fought to the end there. And by the way, one other weird stat of the day for you. For the eighth straight Super Bowl, the team that lost the coin toss won the game.
4: Hmm. Weird. Isn't that interesting?
3: Yeah. Really weird. And to make note, everyone, of course, there's going to be the people saying that the refs won that game. I had people just blowing everything up saying the refs won the game, won them the game, the refs won them the game. And I'm like, "Really? Cuz the only reason why y'all were 7 points up is cuz they missed a really bad face mask call." <sighs> oh, that Yikes. was really bad. It was so really bad. <laughs> it w- there was la- that holding call that everyone is like, "That wasn't holding. He, he they lost the game for us." I'm like, "We were only up because the refs left you that call." Like,
0: I yeah, anybody that's that's a Bengals fan like I I really do hope we see Joe Burrow in a Super Bowl again. I mean, there's a pretty good track record of teams making it, losing in the Super Bowl, and not getting back for a while. And I I hate to even vocalize that because, again, there's not a whole lot of track record of teams winning two games and then going to the Super Bowl the next year. Um they just they had, had a magical a lot of lucky season. Breaks.
1: Well they I don't, don't even a lucky know. Look, you can say lucky,
0: but they've got to play the game, right? That's why don't don't you know, oh, don't question. do that.
1: Don't do that.
3: I mean the, the refs didn't stop what? Aaron Donald from tackling Burrow. <laughs> They didn't. They do sacked that. him
1: a Super Bowl record seven times. So, and Joe Burrow by by the way got sacked more than any quarterback in postseason history. So they need to protect him on that offensive line. Maybe this year they'll be able to draft an offensive line. And obviously, choosing Jamar Chase was the right the right call there. This is a good Bengals team, and we will see Joe Burrow making deep playoff runs. It's going to be really fun to actually watch the Mahomes versus Burrow in the AFC for the next 10 years because it's going to be incredible to Watch those two superstars line up against each other and I forgot about Josh Allen too you got that too hey but again this is going you to be name
0: fun. you name Josh Allen you name Mahomes you name Joe Burrow who won the Super Bowl this year
1: Matthew Stafford yeah who has a who has 35 fourth quarter comebacks in his career <laughs> including the regular season in the playoffs that's the most by any quarterback since Stafford came in the league in 09. So you want to talk about clutch? He did it. And, and by the, the way, kid.
0: anybody, anybody coming from the position of, oh, well, he threw two picks. First of all, that second pick is not on That's Matt Stafford's. <laughs> That's not his fault. You don't go like whoop and just throw the ball up into the air. That was bad on his
4: receiver's part. Speaking and of Matt Stafford, um, my guy. I had one bet where you just had to hit 290 yards. You just had to hit 290 yards passing. Do you know how many yards he had passing? 288? 283. 83. All
0: right. Uh, By the way, on top of that, before we get too
4: far away from it,
0: right decision taken, Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase was not a factor in this game. Nope. At all. That's because Jalen Ramsey
1: is the best cornerback on the planet.
0: And by the uh, way, anybody watching this right now, yes, we realize that one of the lights is blinking. I have no idea what the hell that sound was behind us. Ryan's got planes going over him. Okay. This is just it's just is what today is. That's what we do. Yeah, we're doing the thing. We're getting you content. Yeah. And uh look, did, I, I did I did want to say this. You look at Jamar Chase, you talk about how dominant he was this year, but then the last couple games in the postseason
4: teams can we, talk, yeah. we talked about this on monday you can t- if you double him you can take him away and so you have to have t higgins and tyler boyd have massive games which they did uh and they doubled uh cooper cup and what happened he still got open
3: so yeah, He's the best guy, receiver
0: in the league that guy has a connection with matt stafford i am it, it, think about this they also get robert woods back yeah with, yeah. Yeah,
1: but they're going to have a lot of defections potentially in the off season in terms of players leaving, the salary cap. Like uh, what's this guy's name,
0: Whitworth, who's like
1: 40 yeah, years all old? And Andrew Whitworth, who's, a, who's incredible, by the way. Yeah. Like um,
0: he's going to retire. Aaron Donald may retire. He's already spoken to Weddle, it. He, Weddle already retired. Yeah. I mean, it's they're going <laughs> to lose. Will again. Yeah, they're going to lose guys. But at the same
4: time, they the so. core of that team. Yeah, I mean, you just replace Van Jefferson with Robert Woods just in that spot alone, and you're like, oh, gosh, that's scary. Yeah. yeah.
3: So I stand Cooper by—
0: the way, how about— I'm sorry, I'm stepping all over you. you. You keep trying to talk. Go ahead.
3: No, I'm just saying I stand by my opinion last week that me and Josh both had that the best matchup <laughs> is Cup and Stafford over Chase and Burrow. That's
0: right. Um, very, very well proven in this game. Offensive player of the year, 178 receptions, 2,425 yards, 22 touchdowns, and got the MVP. Cooper Cup does not get talked about enough. He is the best receiver in the league.
3: 100%. And I'm happy to finally see a receiver, not a quarterback, get the MVP. Even though I think Matthew Stafford would have also deserved it, but I think Cooper Cup definitely—you
0: could have given it
4: to Aaron Donald. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, that too. But those play those touchdowns would not have been there if Cup didn't come through and get that ball.
4: Giving a quick shout out to our. Oh, go ahead, Ryan. Do you think Stafford made Cup into who
1: he is, or do you believe Cup has always been this booming rising superstar? No, of super C-
4: like
0: Cooper Cup was already that good. Do I think that that
4: combination elevates it? Yes. Do I think he's better without Jared Goff throwing to him? Absolutely. Yes. Sorry, Jared Goff. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Enjoy Detroit.
1: <laughs> the Detroit's, come on. Detroit's going to win something someday, you know? Um,
3: uh-huh.
1: Okay. One day.
4: One day. What, sure, what were you going to say? Um, <laughs> thanks to our friends at DraftKings. Do, did you guys have any, any action on, did you have any fun bets that you won? I lost I, every bet. <laughs> I want to say
0: this. I made a $100 bet where I picked the first touchdown score to be OBJ. Hmm. I had Cooper Cup. I had Higgins. I needed one more touchdown from
4: guess who? Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. Yeah. I had, I had a, a bet that failed because of I'm, that one. I missed it because of Jamar Chase. Yeah. I had a, I've had a, what I thought was for sure. It was 15 combined receptions between Cup and Chase, 80 receiving yards each. Oh, and you didn't get Chase. <laughs> and Chase only it had 15. They hit 13 because Chase did not catch Dude, the Dude, at ball. one point,
0: by the way, the running game, they're going to have to figure that out for yeah. the Rams because Cam Akers had 11 rushes for 13 yards at one point.
2: Yeah.
0: So it was, it was either that or something close. It was like the most obnoxious rushing yard stat I've ever seen. And it ha- and they go. They're going six wide. It had to be giving them shades of
4: that game against the Patriots. Oh yeah, it had to. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I did hit one. I hit a plus fourteen hundred bet on the Super Bowl. It was only a five dollar bet, unfortunately. So uh, it was <laughs> any non quarterback to throw a touchdown, and Joe Mixon <laughs> threw a touchdown. He did. All right, I had a I had a, like a weird parlay that was like a, a real
0: small bet like that too, and I I got so excited when I saw him roll out. Because it was any reception by either quarterback. And oh. then he cup overthrew him. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, the one time that you messed up in this whole game.
4: Dang it, Cooper.
3: That would have been an awesome play, too.
4: Yeah. That would have given him a first down. So I made my money back for the day. That's all That's all that matters. All right. I, I do have two questions. I don't really
0: want to go into anything else because we still have to get to movies and then we have to do uh, our, our hot take. But how do we feel about Aaron
4: Rodgers winning the MVP?
3: I hate it. He, he, that he was not an MVP of this season.
4: I'm, I was very surprised. I'll say it that way. I don't, I don't particularly like it due to the holdout in the preseason. And then, um, just his candor towards his team in general, I think rewarding that despite the fact that he was pretty good on the field. um, I, di- I, didn't, I didn't love it. I did not love that. Right?
1: He got 48 of the 50 votes. He, it was between him and Tom Brady, I would say, for the MVP award, if you're putting those two up against each other. Did I think Brady deserved the most valuable player award this year? Probably given what he did at his age. But I think one of the things that's not being factored in here is, and while it was self-made distractions, there was a lot of distractions around Aaron Rodgers this year. And he still put together one of the best individual seasons for a quarterback in NFL history. In NFL history. And I think a lot of what is clouding this is because the Packers fell apart in the playoffs. And I think that is what's taking away from the shine of what was an incredible season by Aaron Rodgers.
0: I would say for me, uh, I I don't hate it. And obviously, you know, this is our opinions, right? Nobody really cares what we think. We're not voting on it. (laughs) Aaron Rodgers definitely doesn't care what we think about it. But I personally think that there were so many people that had good moments in the season. And no one really stepped to the forefront and had that undeniable, this is the best player in the league this year kind of season outside of Cooper Cup.
3: And Jonathan Taylor.
4: I mean... They're not giving it to Ray a running YouTube. back. They're not giving it to a running Just back. They're not. Also BS. They're not. Right? And the but Col- they're not. The Colts didn't win enough games to... Yeah.
0: They they didn't have the kind of season that elevates them into to that position. Sorry, Colts fans. I've got people I know, obviously, living here uh, after all, <laughs> the Titans started to exist. Mm-hmm. There There's a lot of Colts fans that, that moved down here. And, it's, yeah, it's not Jonathan Taylor. He had a fantastic season. But, no.
3: Don't um, him to see him over he everyone. was he was
0: kind of the only option on that team <laughs> while Carson Wentz is chucking balls out of the end zone falling down to the other team. But I don't know. I I, I can't take it away from him. I just I wish there had been a more clear cut option. Because it doesn't seem like there was any excitement over it. It was like, and it got announced. And Super Bowl time. Yeah, they
4: announced it and everyone went, uh, oh. It's like the Pro Bowl. It's like, eh. Yeah, yeah. The Pro. You know Bowl what is, is funny ball. though? Joe Mixon has more Super Bowl touchdown passes in the
1: last decade than Aaron Rodgers.
4: Yep. Okay. Aaron Rodgers like, like any... has more rings. What do you What do you want to talk about? Just i just throwing a stat out
1: there. That's all.
3: Does he? He has one. He won one Super Bowl. Yeah.
0: By but... the way, when when Ryan throws out these stats for anyone listening that isn't a huge sports fan, and you put up with our sports section on this because you want to hear the other stuff and you stick around to hear us kind of like laugh and make jokes with each other he also leaves out a lot of the stats that they were throwing out before the game that didn't come to fruition like Mm -hmm. you know the last five or six super bowls have been won by the underdog outside of one game this now makes two games which would not play into that stat and he would have thrown that <laughs> out immediately had the Bengals won this morning like it was some catch all and be like see I told you guys
1: the it, Bengals did cover and for the seventh team time yeah. in the past 21 Super Bowls the underdog has covered the spread so
4: there's a stat word you know who didn't the Chiefs last year <laughs> <sighs> all right let's Yikes. go to movies
0: <laughs> movies all right, a couple things to get to. Um, Ivan Reitman passed away.
2: That which, sucks. yeah, That I dude mean, isn't,
4: is responsible for like a lot of the movies that I loved as a kid.
0: A lot of my childhood,
4: for sure. Space
0: Jam, Ghostbusters, so many other things. He was 75. Um, evidently, he, from what's being reported, he passed away peacefully and asleep in California. Um, the family announced that. So uh, rest in peace, sir. You were uh, a big part of my childhood. No Thank
3: lie. You. Thank you for the movies.
0: Yes,
4: I mean honestly, I'm trying to like even just look it up. I I don't want to move on too quick. He just <laughs> there's
0: there's so many movies. I mean, but that, that Animal one House me, was another one.
1: Animal House was a great one of his too.
0: Just Ghostbusters alone for me.
4: That yeah yeah so, meatballs stripes. Ghostbusters, Twins, Ghostbusters 2, Kindergarten Cop, Dave, which I love Dave, everyone knows I love Dave, Junior, Father's Day, No Strings Attached, Draft Day, I mean, just, yeah, what a career, what a legend, all right,
0: on to our movie this week, Death on the Nile, I'm so mad at myself, I didn't go see it, all right, Ryan, you didn't go see it either, did you?
1: First of all, why are you just assuming that I didn't go see the movie? I saw the look on your face,
4: face and (laughs) when you get defensive, you definitely didn't go see it. Yeah. All right. Well, Death on the nose. I forget we're on
1: video. I forget we're on Um, video.
0: PG-13. We'll keep this spoiler free. All right? Uh, 2022 Mystery Crime, two hours and seven minutes. Wow. Uh, 66% on Rotten Tomatoes. They don't know like this. Oh, no. Uh, 84% of Google users like this movie, and... uh, Belgian sleuth, Hercule Perrault, Egyptian vacation aboard a glamorous river steamer turns into a terrifying search for a murderer when a picture-perfect couple's idyllic honeymoon is tragically cut short. Budget of $90 million, and uh, based upon, even though they were number one at the box office, the number was way down. It, there, There's a couple things that play into that. I... I've seen reviews where people are like this is the remake that no one needed. Why did they do this? I've seen reviews that are like this is great. It's exactly what I expected. It didn't blow me away. Um I obviously it's it's a mystery. You're you're of the same mind with me. I think you'll pretty much figure out what's going on about halfway through.
3: Yeah, we called it.
0: <clears throat> it it's pretty easy to guess. Um but there's still enough stuff that all the way up until the end you're not quite sure. So you didn't love it as much as or, I, Orient Express. No, no. No, definitely not one, as good. I I would still recommend you go see this movie. Um when they got bought out, uh the company that made this movie, there and I, I'm sorry for not having the article at the ready. There are like three or four films that were already done before the buyout happened and none of them have done well. Interesting. None of them have been heavily advertised. And I think it's maybe they're trying to put their own stamp on it now that they own that that production company. Uh, but there's, there's another level to this, which is uh, Army Hammer is one of the leads. And there's obviously been a lot of negative negative press about him and he's lost roles this was already shot by the time all of that stuff i believe started coming out and then it got delayed and i think that's why like you really haven't seen a whole lot of advertising for this they did not put much behind the advertising budget
1: there was a lot with this movie by the way going into it that was kind of roadblocks that you anticipated could give it sort of the anticlimactic release that happened it was pushed back six times from the original release date that's number one so there was a number of times we were supposed to come out continually pushed back there has been some controversy with some of the uh, main stars you know in this movie so that certainly doesn't help there's been some scrutiny you in terms just, of Israeli you can just say Army Hammer. you can just yeah, say there's, Army Hammer. there's been a lot there's just there's been a lot in this in terms of being roadblocks for this to be successful right out of the gate so regardless of whether or not it would be a smash hit or not there's a lot of culprits in, uh, around this, which could be a reason for why you're not seeing the sort of success. By the way, Super Bowl weekend, too. Like, that's generally a slow weekend at the box office. So maybe that contributed to it as well. And, and, you know, it being released this weekend, that could be another.
4: Or are they trying to bury it? That's probably more likely. When, yeah. when production companies get bought out and they have IP that is just sitting there, they want to release it because I mean, you might as well make some money off of it. But you don't care about those projects anymore. You care about the new stuff that you're trying to develop. I loved uh, Letitia Wright in this. I, she was so good.
3: Oh, yeah. She was She phenomenal. was fantastic.
0: Uh, there, there's really great performances in this. It's obviously, like, really pretty. It's beautifully shot. Yeah. Um, and there's one... It, should, I, should I give it away?
3: I mean, you Five should. No, 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 oh, no,
0: I'm, no, no, oh, no, 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 sorry. Not, not even a spoiler. I'm it, sorry. I just wanted to hit the button. Can, I'm sorry. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I just wanted to use the sounds. Um, there's one actor in this and he's the, the doctor and I, I'm looking at him and I'm like, I know that, like, I know who that is. Who is that? And I finally caved and looked it up and it's not a spoiler. It's in the cast list. If you can look it up, um, Russell
4: Brand. Oh, no kidding. And
0: he's like very clean cut with it. He's playing obviously a role, but. Like, very, that probably the shortest I've seen his hair in years. Um, and it took me a minute to place him. Like, I recognized the accent. I recognized his mannerisms. I recognized the face. But I couldn't put the name with it until I looked it up. And he did a good job.
3: And it's a role you wouldn't normally see him play.
0: Yeah, it is It is not a comic relief role at all. It's not no. get him to the Greek Russell brand? It's not. <laughs> it, what's, what's, Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Um, uh, Al- Aldous Al- Snow? Al- Aldous thank you all the snow snow. oh my god
3: but uh i mean in general obviously being such a a fan of the first one i was definitely really excited i'm not gonna say i didn't like the movie i liked the movie but any murder mystery i love because i love trying to pick out you know what could possibly be a clue but there was so much build-up before any actual murder like I there was a lot a, of
0: exposition. A,
3: a very much. So I was just like, let's get to the point already. Like, I feel like we're an hour in and we haven't even gotten to the murder mystery Kill someone
4: yet. already. Jeez. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was, it the, was a lot
3: of
1: buildup. You wanted like Game of Thrones where you just axing people all throughout the movie? <laughs> Red
0: Wedding. The yeah, whole time. Oh gosh. <laughs> the whole time. Uh, but I, again, I would still say if you like this style of movie, go see it. It's worth going to see and... Um, it's just, you know, if you ask me if I'd ever watch it again, I'd rather watch uh, the first the one. first one or something like Knives Out again.
4: Man, have you have you rewatched Knives Out since we it's since so we saw good. it? It's so good. It's so good. I've watched it probably 5 times now. Aren't they making a second one? They're make I get I heard they're making a second yeah. one. Yeah. That movie gets so much better on the rewatches because there's subtle things in the script that you don't realize is our, our being said is being shown to you until you know how the movie ends. It's, it's, it's incredible. So good. All right. What are we doing? Apparently, this week? I think
1: it's 2022, by the way. I think <laughs> Knives Out 2 is supposed to come out this year.
0: Me and Ryan just, just cannot get on the same page. Nope. It's like, we already said that Knives Out 2 is coming.
4: Apparently, it's coming out this year. <laughs> yeah.
0: But you don't know. If it's coming out this year, do you right?
1: Chris Evans might not be in it
0: either.
4: <laughs> cool. You know we can still see you, right? Yeah, we can see you're on <laughs> camera now.
0: You can't escape us. Uh, what trying. are we? What are we gonna watch this week?
3: Is the Channing Tatum one coming out this week?
0: Dog. I don't know. I don't know what comes out this week. Hang on.
3: I think it is.
0: Do you want to watch Get Him to the Greek? <laughs> <laughs> Hide. I you know what movie. we just we just did Jackass forever. We should probably give it a second on uh, <laughs> on on that kind of movie. The fuzzy walls, yeah, yeah. What
1: about forgetting Sarah Marshall? Let's do forgetting Sarah Marshall for this week.
0: Not a fan. Not a fan of that movie.
1: You're not a fan of forgetting Sarah Dude, Marshall. It's I've hilarious. told you
0: before. I hate films it's- where the main protagonist the entire movie is having something bad happen to him. I can't. It's like uh, Meet the Fockers. I I can't do it.
1: There are so many good one-liners in that movie.
0: I've watched it. I've watched it. I understand why people like it. And you
1: fall in love with Mila Kunis. Oh, I love Mila Kunis so much.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter how much you like this movie. I'm trying to tell you why (laughs) I don't like the movie. And it's an old movie, so we don't need to go there again.
3: Uh, Dog does come out Friday.
0: Do we want to do that? It's supposed to be really good.
3: Someone who who got to see a preview of it said it was really really good.
4: I hope I hope this isn't Marley and Me too.
3: <laughs> it's an animal movie. You know, there's going to be some sad part in it.
1: Um, what about we go on the Channing Tatum pathway here, but not dog. What if we did like Twenty One Drump Street?
4: Drump Street, Drump Street.
3: Ryan, I'm trying to push people to the movies. Yeah, we're trying because... to go
0: watch something new, not something we've already seen.
3: I, like I I want I want movie theaters to succeed since they had such a rough time during COVID. I'm I trying mean, to push people to the movies.
0: Even even that Netflix reveals every new original movie releasing in 2022. They've got a lot coming this way. So, I mean, I, it, it would be a little bit disingenuous of us to try and go, yeah, let's do a retread when there's so
1: much to go out and watch. The Tinder Swindler. <clears throat>
3: all right dog it is dog <laughs> here we go
0: uh if you've not heard about this movie obviously i believe it's a belgian malinois that's in the yes the movie but and there's a subtle difference between belgian malinois and german shepherds i think it's hilarious everybody that goes to the instagram for my dog porter the dog and is like oh look at that belgian i'm like no he's a shepherd they're different." But. It looks to be a very, very good film. I've heard a lot of good things about it. So this week, that'll be the movie. Make sure you go see it. I'm excited. Let's go to the hot take.
1: Hot take!
0: Who's taking this one?
1: Uh, I guess I can. I've been eviscerated on social media all night and this morning for my uh, hot take on the halftime show yesterday. So eviscerated that... Airplanes are flying over right now and surveying my location (laughs) to make sure that I never make such an erroneous hot take again on social media. The hot take was, and first of all, I thought last night's halftime show was excellent. Let me not not step on that, okay? It was nostalgic. It was iconic. It was extremely LA-centric and focused. You had old hip-hop and new hip-hop blending together in a way that was beautiful. But it is not the greatest Super Bowl halftime show of all time. And those that are saying that it is are just being prisoners of the moment.
0: All right. And you you were texting us about this. So let me frame this correctly. You do not believe this is a top five halftime show of all time.
1: I'd put it at fifth, maybe. Maybe.
0: Do you need to pick a side? This is a hot take, Ryan. You have to have an opinion. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It is not among the top five halftime shows of all time. I would actually say the weekend's halftime show from last year was better. Oh, oh my no. gosh. No. Absolutely no. not. No, no. You that's psychopast.
0: the hot take. Get
4: out of here. You that's psychopast. your hot take. Right Defend, there. Yourself. Defend yes. yourself right now.
0: We have finally reached well, the actual hot take from Ryan's opinion this morning. You think the, the weekend's why-
1: halftime show is better than the one this year? I think I think. Again, we're being prisoners of the moment from the nostalgia of the LA type Super Bowl. Again, great performance, but the weekend's performance last year. Which keep in mind, they had to co- completely reinvent the way they were doing that halftime show to not all be on the field. So he had to actually use the pirate ship in that entire area at Raymond James Stadium to be creative. There were more memes that came out of it. More people kind of talked about it after than I think people talked about this halftime show. He hit all the hits. Snoop Dogg didn't even do a single solo performance. During the show, and he's the most you don't even guy this, they Right? Had, had you're you're, you're
4: not being you're not being serious right now. The
1: weekend's performance
4: last year was, was the better. most boring. Name me name me three weekend songs. Go ahead, I'm waiting. Blinding lights. That's one. All There's the hits. A few more. All of the hits. <laughs>
1: One uh, song, I mean, if, one song. If you're really, if you're going to ask me to go through all the hits of the weekend, I mean,
4: I could definitely
1: go through. Star them. Star stop the one.
4: Stop, scro- stop, looking them up right now. Hands up, He's hands, hands up, up. hands mean, up, <laughs> hands up, Ryan. Yeah, I mean, that's what I thought. Sacrifice, take my breath, save your tears. I mean, didn't, play any good didn't good. do any of those at the <laughs> halftime show. That's fine. Really, okay, go really, ahead. Really, really go really ahead. Continue song. all the hits. Go ahead.
1: No, no. it. I mean, Blinding Lights, you know, one right now, Moth to a Flame, Save Your Tears. I mean, those are excellent. Last night, last night's halftime show was good and iconic. But how dare people try to make that halftime show just, just because Fifty Cent is larger and hanging upside down, and we're all nostalgic about that? Say that that what, is one of the top. So what's wrong time. with They're hitting- doing a disservice. They are doing a disservice to Coldplay, Beyond San Bruno Mars. They are doing a disservice oh. to Michael Jackson in the early nineties. and right. They are especially, especially forgetting about the most iconic performance of all time, which is. Prince and Purple Rain in Miami in 2007 as he's shredding the guitar with rain pouring down. That is Look, the best Super Bowl halftime show of all time. You, not you last
0: can list all of those. And by the way, I completely agree with you, except when it comes to the Coldplay one. And I'm not trying to mess with Coldplay fans or that performance, but just because they had Beyonce and Bruno Mars, who I would put their, their halftime shows in the top five, does not immediately make the Coldplay halftime show top five. It, it, it is not top five for me. I was at that Super Bowl. I saw it in person. It was good. It's not top five. Stephen A. had it as his number one. I, and I love Stephen A. Smith. I was very glad that he let me on his show to do an interview. Absolutely not. I don't even know where to start right. with the fact that you think the weekend – is better
4: than the halftime show that we just got. That's the hot take that Ryan thinks last year's is better than this year's. Is that what that we're arguing? The hot, that's the hot take. That's what we're arguing right now.
1: You
3: are something else right now, You're there, on a tightrope
4: with no net, my friend. <laughs>
3: exactly.
1: And I like dancing on that tightrope and doing little spins and pirouettes with the possibility of falling, but I will. I will fall on this sword. The weekend show. More powerful, more iconic, better. than the Powerful?
3: Show. Are you kidding me? No way. They did exactly what they needed to do in this in this Super Bowl halftime show. By the way,
1: did you see any? Did you see any gifts from last night's show? Like was that? Was there anything that went viral other than Fifty Cent hanging upside Why down? Because that- I didn't see it. But the intro to the weekend's halftime show last night, where he's or in last year, where he's, you know, in yeah, they the maze, were making fun of him. Viral. They
4: were making fun of him. First off, that wasn't the intro of it last year. That was and in they the were, middle of it. They were also making fun of Fifty Cent, which again.
0: I mean, what is the the gap of years between when he made that video and when he did it last night? I uh, don't know, but 20? I don't know. The, that if you get older, if you hang upside down, it's weird. Your face doesn't look the same. That's, that's how life works. That guy's still in great shape, and everybody's like, yep, no, we got 75 cent over here, and like... I I don't know. I I thought that was a little unwarranted. I was pretty you know impressed what I did, if my you, funny? there's there's an angle of of this where you actually see Fifty Cent like grabbing, basically doing a full pull up and just getting his feet up and sticking it up there so he can hang upside down. Nobody helped him do that. The guy's still in good enough shape at his age to get up there and wear like a tight white shirt and not look flabby. I uh, who among <laughs> I just, us can do that? Not no, no one. No, I, I was like that's impressive. Like I was I was, I here was for curious.
1: It. How long was he hanging there before they actually came to him? That's number one. Not very long. Would tell me. Okay. Number two is, I did
4: find it funny that 50 Cent performed after two quarters were played. I saw that one on the internet, too. Thanks, Ryan. Ryan, um, can I ask you a question? Was last year the first time you ever went to a Super Bowl in person?
1: No, I went to the Super Bowl in Miami the year prior. Which was
4: Shakira and J Lo's halftime performance? If you were wondering, I would not even think that the weekend was as good as that performance. Yeah, I would put Katy Perry above. What the yeah,
3: that that shark was better than the weekend.
4: I Left be? Shark was. I'm way. Were you going my viral moments? Left Shark was way more viral than anything that happened. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't Ryan, and first off, we have to like pour one out for ourselves in our in our demographic, like. We are now the target demographic for ads with Austin Power ads and all sorts of like we are now the people being catered to. And I, I'm I'm interrupting you because
0: you posted some of it. Everybody's posted and they're like all these people talking about Oh, they, they're doing all the stuff like the who and Paul McCartney. That's still a much larger age gap. They were they had that as backlash after someone's boob got shown on TV and they were panicking, trying to make it as like safe as possible. This is not as safe as The Who and Paul McCartney. I love y'all. I know that post went viral, and it was really funny to be like, oh, no, you realized you're older. Yeah, we get it. If you're in your mid-30s, you are perceived as older. I
4: understand. But that's a little bit different. It's it's a little bit different. But but watching some of the 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 ads and stuff, it just felt like we are we are sort of the target demographic now. Ryan, there is not a song that was played last night that wasn't a massive worldwide hit that I knew every freaking word to. And I can't even I couldn't even tell you other than Blinding Lights, one other weekend song. So you are not on the right side of this at all. Not even close. And I think the poll that we are going to put up will reflect <laughs> reflect this in a way that will be astounding to you
1: because it is all, it is all nostalgia from the eighties the... and nineties babies that are sitting here. Nostalgic about the old school and how what's it always wrong with was. that.
3: What's wrong with Wait, actually Brian,
1: like... when were you
0: born? 89. So this... you, I'm an eighties baby. So you,
3: This is you. And there's nothing wrong with being nostalgic. I'd rather be nostalgic about the super, uh, the halftime show than watch the freaking weekend, sing songs that I probably heard maybe once. I want to feel it and I want to see it. And the way that it it wasn't super dramatic, they had their one setup over what looked like the city and was really cool. They had the dancers changing between like the hoodie coming out with Eminem and Mary J. Blige looked phenomenal. Kendrick,
4: Kendrick Lamar was fantastic. Ryan, um, so you said you think Prince was the number one. Oh, without question. Was Prince that nostalgic for you, Miami, or sure. was that throwback?
1: Oh, oh. I, I think it what, was. Did the, he, did he play all was. of his new
4: hits? Did he play all of his new hits? The the bops that are on radio, or did he? What made it most <laughs> iconic?
1: First of all, you put some respect on the late Prince's name. Okay, number one and number two, the rain pouring down in Miami while he's playing "Purple Rain." There is no more. Iconic when did "Purple Rain" come out? In Super Bowl halftime. When did "Purple History. Rain" come out? I don't know. I wasn't born yet.
4: <laughs> huh. You played yourself, Ryan. I, uh, you played is,
0: yourself. Ryan, I love you. This is going to be the most lopsided poll we've ever had. Do we think 98 to,
4: think two?
0: 98% to 2?
1: 98% to 2%? Ninety-eight degrees would be great. I even think let's do ninety-eight degrees for a halftime show. That'd be oh my style.
3: gosh, no! I even they think, had one Can you, hit.
1: Can you imagine? Oh, let's three. do ninety-eight degrees well, and sync in the Backstreet Boys as a halftime show. That right there is a, is an idea. Let's
0: do that for nostalgia. two Much larger acts after the first act. Let's let's just do nostalgia. Let's
1: put Blink One Eighty Two up there as well. I I even think
0: anything with that. Each, why don't we just do ninety-eight degrees, Blink One Eighty Two, and Three Eleven since they all have numbers in their name?
1: <laughs> I'd love yeah. that. There's a festival going on about, about that. Um, I would say, I would say, even back in 2021, the special effects for the halftime show for the weekend were better than what we saw last night. Other than the shots over the top and the layout of the city of Los Angeles,
3: they didn't need. There really wasn't effects. anything special to me. They were literally their show was their songs. That's what that's what they do is they sing their songs. I want to be entertained the at the halftime
1: right. show. I don't just want to hear music. I want total entertainment. <laughs> I want to be wowed. I want to watch. And I want to be jaw-dropping type of entertainment and special effects. I didn't get that last night. And that's night. how so you felt yesterday.
4: last year? Because I was bored to tears yes. last year. So bored. Well, you watched
1: it in person like I did. We didn't get to watch it on television. On television, yes. I we went were back
4: there. We We should have felt
3: it. We should have been, wow. They had
4: it on the screen, Ryan. We saw all the same shots. I don't know. why you were, I felt
1: wowed, especially fireworks. You don't even believe this field. anymore. You're just talking. You're <laughs> just, just talking. He's it, well, just trying to make
0: an argument. Yeah. All right, make sure you guys go vote on the poll and just absolutely bury Ryan for this ludicrous hot take that he has. Luda. Oh <laughs> man. Uh, as always, thank you guys so much for listening to the Quad with Chris Young. Thanks, Dusty Slate, for being on with us from Ryan, Haley, Josh, and myself. We love you guys. All right, We'll see you next week.
3: by the way beans won last week
0: yeah we're not even going to talk about that I
4: it's that that poll is wrong <laughs> so wrong did you uh, did you see it was really it was really cool if you you might have missed it if you didn't know what was going on but when dre was in, was on the piano yeah. he was playing a tupac song yeah and so that was the little nod yeah to tupac. everybody somebody had the, the comment, it was like that we needed the tupac
0: hologram yeah instead of the 50 they cent they were like upside down 50 cent <laughs> I don't know, man. I just, I thought he, I get the jokes. I get it. It's funny.
4: Easy target. Cause it's like, haha, you look older. He is. I would, I would take that a hundred times over the face mask people walking in the field. Oh, yeah. That was awful. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I, I, I'll
0: say this. I enjoyed it being collaborative. I liked that it swapped between multiple artists who had all worked with each other so it didn't feel like you do a song you do a song you do a song it felt like it wove together really well i do i wish wanted
1: more I, from eminem and snoop Dogg solo i wanted I, more from that i song. wanted more from
4: kendrick because he was great <laughs> he was really really good i just want more snoop dancing that's it <laughs> just Crip walking through yeah doing his, doing his thing great. all right